welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined today by my guest, Mark Finn, author, all-around Conan, and Robert E. Howard expert, and more. Welcome. <laughs> hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. So where are we going to start this? You have something for zine quest that's coming out let's let's touch on that real quick first i'm curious to know about that (laughs) it's uh it's a thing for zine quest for uh this is my third zine quest i didn't get to participate in um the first one so i was excited to to do this it's called uh ogres 11 and it (laughs) is 11 uh heists that you can drop into your fantasy role-playing game uh that can be played in one or two sessions each and they're actual heists as, as opposed to things that call themselves heists and then don't really tell you how to do that. So I'm excited to do this. <laughs> this is a project that I, I've been very uh, keenly interested in, in uh, finally getting out there. I've been working on it for about, uh, well, over 20 years now in one form or another. And so uh, it's time. It's, a, it's officially time. And I'm doing it for ZineQuest so I can support uh, a book that's out now called Tools of the Trade. And that's sort of the the heart, the the beating heart of my fill in the blank heist system. And then after that, there will be another Kickstarter. I'm thinking in October called Polite Society, and that is going to be a complete set of uh, rules and conventions for running a World of Thieves campaign in Fifth Edition. Tools of the trade. Now that's available right now on Drive Through RPG, correct? As digital. That's will right. Will there be like with the Zine Quest and the fun? Will there be a physical copy of Tools of the Trade that might be coming out too, along with that? Or how is that going to work? That's right. I'm going to set it up as a an add-on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it'll be uh, available both as a PDF uh, and as a, a POD, a physical oh, okay. copy it's, itself. And yeah, because, and, and the, the thing is, is you don't need them for Ogres 11. They're going to present everything you need to run the heist, except for the stats. You guys have to do that. Uh, so every, the format's going to be the same, but all of the elements and fiddly bits and the catches and the hitches and stuff like that will come directly from tools of the trade so if you just like those adventures you can you can run them if you don't want to if, if you like them and kind of want to reverse engineer them tools of the trade is that toolkit that lets you do that so now tools of the trade is a pretty it's it's not it's not um like you're at like your zine type 36 page a whole a full 140 pages around, yeah, around no, there no yeah it's a it's a it's a full set um uh, of generators uh the the biggest thing is the heist generator and i wanted to make sure that i included a lot of examples this is one of the things that i've had a problem with for a while now uh you know y- y- this is one of those projects where you know uh where they always, they always tell you, you know, if you don't uh, like the way something's done, then do it yourself. <laughs> I, that's exactly what happened. I'm a huge heist and caper junkie. And over the years, I've been routinely disappointed at 94 to 96% of the material that's come <laughs> out that's labeled itself as a heist or a caper or, or this or that. And so I just decided, you know, I was going to do this and, and, use my knowledge of all this stuff to, to make it work. So, um, so yeah, I, I wanted uh, something that if you knew heists and you understood how capers work, 
you can pick up this book and go, oh yeah, this is from Leverage. Oh, this is from Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, this is this is from uh, the Tower Heist. He did the thing with that. And if you don't know anything about heists and capers, you can read it and go, that's how you do it. <laughs> so that was that was the idea behind that. So um, yeah, I, I'm real happy with how it uh, plays out. But it's big. It's it's thick. The the heist generator is a big part of it. And then you, because you need contacts, I put a system in there on how to build a guy that you've known uh, okay. for, for, for forever. That was sort of the, you know, uh, hey, we need one more to do this. I know a guy. Right? That's <laughs> the, yeah, I know a guy. Well, why do you say it like that? Well, it didn't end well the last time we worked together. And so I put a system in there to let you do that. And it's all just a few die rolls. You know, it doesn't give you any stats. It just gives you the, the bare bones elements that lets you as a player and as a GM riff on that to, to build the relationship. And you could, that's something you can actually do at the table. You can do that in seconds. You need a few minutes to put the heist together. And then the last thing is that's in there that's big is the, the criminal enterprise generator, which lets you build a, I won't call it a thieves guild because there's other types of organizations other than thieves guilds. But essentially it's the people that you're going to mostly be in opposition to. Uh, if you're, if you're, uh, pulling heists and doing jobs and, and stuff like that. Not, not always, they won't always be bad guys you're stealing from, but it, I think it's more fun to rob from the, the crappy <laughs> and, and, and give to the poor. So, you know, I, that's I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like the Robin Hood angle. I'm exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm all about that one. I got no problem with that. <laughs> so, I, 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 I'm not, I can't say I know a lot about heists, but, but the namesake of Ogres of Ocean's Eleven, I, the one thing I can recall is that the one thing you don't want to do is put your loot in the coffin. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make sure you got a better place to stash your stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. That turns out bad. And, it and, does and... not work well. No, <laughs> no. no I've, I've only seen the Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, Frank Sinatra. I haven't actually seen the remake or the newer see. I did see part of the one with Sandra, but that where it was the, with the Ocean's women. Eight. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, the women, but I only saw part of it in a hotel one night. <laughs> I need yeah. to catch up on those, perhaps. The 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 first one for sure, uh, the one with uh, Pitt and Clooney and everybody mm -hmm. is is absolutely fantastic. I recommend it unreservedly. And it's the kind of thing where if you look like this was the pitch line for I did for Polite Society and kind of for everything else. It's it's Ocean's Eleven meets the Fellowship of the Rings. So you know, <laughs> instead of instead of going to take the ring and and destroy it, they're going to go steal it. <laughs> So that's the that's the the twist. What was the name of the story? Now I'm going to go into your your Conan territory. The story was it called the Elephant Tower? Oh, Tower of the Elephant. Tower yeah, of the Elephant went with, with there, Conan. There are, yeah. There Conan are several very heist like <laughs> yeah there, there's there's several of the uh Conan uh, the thief episodes uh that uh that sort of played into this as well and you know uh, growing up I'm over 50 so everybody under 30 can stop listening right now just tune out I'm kidding uh, I love don't don't um but I loved um Conan and Fawford and the Grey Mouser uh Thieves World all that stuff uh, when I was a kid, uh, that just absolutely informed my my advanced Dungeons and Dragons game, <laughs> and so um, yeah, Tower of the Elephant is the first Conan the Thief story, but there's you know several others, and I was I got to work on the Modifius two D twenty Conan game, 
And they asked me, said, what, what book would you like to work on? And I said, Conan the Thief. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> I'll, I'll full confession, the bare bones, the rudiments of what this system evolved into actually made it into Conan the Thief. Uh, one of the things that I'm most proud about is when people do reviews of that game, they always mention the heist generator part of the game and talk about how cool that is. And so if you played Conan 2D20 and, and like Conan the Thief, uh, the stuff that's in here is a vast expansion of that. I It was the first time I tried to take what I've been working on and make it into a series of, of tables. And uh, and I think it worked really well for Conan, but this is, is going to be a much larger version of that. Excellent, excellent. Now, you also wrote a book called Blood and Thunder? Blood I'm and Thunder. I'm curious about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm curious to know about this one. It's, uh, it's a biography of Robert E. Howard. It was written originally to sort of um, answer or uh, refute a lot of the claims that have been made over uh, the years about Robert E. Howard, that he was, that he was a, a, a mama's boy with an edible complex, that he was a loner, you know, and, uh, and that he was, you know, unhinged and deranged. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of tales told out of school about, about Howard that I, I think people didn't really understand because the people doing the biographies were people that weren't including information about Texas and mm -hmm. Texas at the time that Howard was in it, it was very different and very turbulent. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of material in there that I think is, is absolutely left on the floor. And so blood and thunder puts all that back in and talks about how Howard grew up and why he felt the way he did about civilization, you know, and, and what he, what that meant to him. So it's, uh, it's been out since uh, 2008. I wrote it for the, for Howard's centennial uh in 2008 and the the, the expanded edition is has been out since 2013 it just i just made a deal for it uh to have it translated into spanish so i'm really excited oh, cool. about that yeah I'm, that, long overdue long overdue so uh that's that's gonna be a, a great thing uh and that's that's still out there uh i go to robert e howard days every year in fact i i think uh anybody with uh with barbarian in their handle logar should, should <laughs> consider I, figuring out how to get to cross planes every year or at least once logar the barbarian is our we play astonishing swordsmen and sorcerers of hyperborea big fan and our campaigns coming up uh, this fall will be we'll be running for three years and uh, uh -huh. logar was just my generic conan for the game i, like, <laughs> yeah. I want to play conan for this i want to be <laughs> i'll be honest i didn't grow up reading howard and conan yeah. I read a lot of, I, I was more of a sci-fi reader. I read some of the classic fantasy stuff coming up. Okay. Um, adding, David Eddings, I don't know if that's even classic, oh. like Terry oh, yeah. Brooks. Totally. Um, you know, my mother got, get, I, first things I read were probably Tolkien and Lewis, C.S. Right. Lewis from my mother gave me those. I had her old copy she gave them to me. But I only discovered like the Robert E. Howard stuff sometime within the last decade, maybe not even that long ago. I bought the big omnibus. I started buying, uh, I bought at first, I bought like a, a digital and then I bought the big omnibus. And I started reading through and having fun. They're great little books. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying, I, I know Jeff, I'm trying to get him to come to Howard Days as well, man. It's a, uh... It's it's a, it's a quite the pilgrimage and and very very cool if you uh, if you're a, a big Robert e. Howard or a Conan fan, uh, yeah. Well, in fact, last year the one that we just had a few months ago was uh, all about Robert E. Howard's influence in gaming 
And so we quite, had quite a one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. So my whole logo of the barbarian is just generic Conan. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no shame in that, especially for astonishing swordman and sorcerer of, of Hyperborea. I mean, that's a, that, 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 that begs for that. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we, we kind of took a hard left turn in our campaign, but we won't get into that day. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we will be talking about that in the podcast. Listen to see what happens to Lo the further adventures of Logar the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> so the Kickstarter. Yes. We can expect. So we got the, the Ogres 11 is what is coming out. And then as an add-on, there's also going to be an option, you said, for Tools of the Trade, correct? That's right. That's right. That uh, Tools of the Trade is, a, is an optional add-on. You don't need it, uh, but uh, right now uh, we're just, you know, if you just want to get the the heists, 48 pages, black and white interior, color, cover, artwork by Billy Blue. Uh, shout out to Billy, who uh, I'm a big fan of. I'm real excited to be working with him on this. And yeah, we're, uh, I, the plan right now is to deliver it for January of 2023. That'll give us time to get it right, make it look good, make it read well, and um and and completely deliver just in time for zine quest five because <laughs> there's something wrong with me i can't take a break apparently excellent well i i'm excited for the zine quest i just hope they have enough money to keep up with all the zine quests especially to coming out this close <laughs> dude you you have got a budget for zine quest man yeah uh you just you just and you've got to be mean about it too uh god uh what a what a great what a what a time of bountiful riches but Holy crap. Uh, yeah. I hope you don't have a dentistry bill or a boat payment coming up because you'll blow it. You'll you know just what? blow I it just, all. I just had two teeth pulled. So this dentist stuff's happening. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to bring up oh, a bad memory. Yeah. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Make it a little harder to talk. <laughs> it's on the man. It's been, it's been exactly one week. Uh, so I, I want to point out something here, though, on tools of the trade because we're coming up on time. So we have to wrap this up. But I'd like to, to, for you to give a like. This got uh, procedures and stuff for running heists. This got right. is a six part. Uh, what was it? This the anatomy of a heist. Is that the part it was? Yeah. Could you tell us about some of that real quick and just what yeah. you expect from that book? Because it it's it, I I've not read the whole book, but I've been flipping through it and I'm impressed. There's some really good stuff in here. Thank you. Uh, the there's a structure to heists, and the thing is, is it's a real. It doesn't vary at all. Certain movies will start at a different point, but you have to have key elements. You know, you've got to have who you're stealing from, what's being stolen, where the loot is located, what's the catch? What 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 do we have to overcome to get there? There's a hitch. Those are the things that come up in the middle of the heist. Like when they find out that that Tess uh, is is involved in the heist in Ocean's Eleven. He says, "Tell me this is not about her." He says, "It's not completely about her." So you know, <laughs> and then and then the payout. What what do you get for doing all of this stuff? And so those six elements are what you roll, and it creates a very uh, basic structure. And certain results also bring in consequences. Uh, these are those these are those extra things that you don't always kind of count on. If you're stealing from a nobleman they're going to be a little bit more invested in trying to get their loot back. For example, you know, Oh yeah. Sometimes there's just bad luck that happens on a, on a heist. Sometimes there's good luck. Sometimes there's just weird stuff that goes wrong. And so <laughs> uh, the, the tables generate that and, and shade 
the six uh, original things pretty handily. And so no two heists are going to be alike. It's going to be a, a different thing every time. And sometimes it's going to be weird and a little bizarre. And other times it's going to feel exactly like Reservoir Dogs. Uh, you know, so it just, it just depends on what you get. I've also keyed the tables so that if you want to start small, don't roll a D 20, roll a D six. Ah, that's, that's, a, that's good thinking there. So, so for basic heists, you can roll D sixes on all of it and, and it'll, it'll make a really simple, easy to follow heist. And then you can up the dice and increase the difficulty. So, yeah, we're about out of time. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you online and where they'll be able to pick this up and uh, where they should be looking? Yes, uh, I am available at the North Texas Apocalypse That's my blog. I've also got a Substack, stack uh, North Texas Apocalypse Bunker, and I've got a Patreon North Texas Apocalypse Bunker. Basically, I'm hanging out at the North Texas Apocalypse Bunker uh, <laughs> tools of the trade uh, and uh, Ogres 11. Are, are and will be available in both uh, POD and PDF form on Drive Through RPG. Uh, please back now uh, and uh, help us make that happen. And uh, uh, the rest of my stuff is available on Drive Through as well. Excellent. We'll have links to, to some of that, or at least in, in the show notes. Uh, just shoot those over to me. I'll make sure they get there. Thank you. No doubt. Thank you for coming on. It's been good talking to you. A pleasure. Big fan of the show. Thank thank you so much. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. If you've enjoyed what you heard today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHailCrom. We're on Patreon. We can really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.